Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Outtakes is the home of queer cinema on Joy 94.9 and it's Conrad here with something a little extra and very exciting for your listening pleasure. Billy Eichner is an American comedian, actor and producer who's well known for being all over our small screens. From his incredibly popular Billy on the Street series to Parks and Recreation, American Horror Story and Different People. Plus, he's a very sought-after voiceover actor who's appeared on Bob's Burgers, The Angry Birds Movie and was the voice of Timon in the 2019 remake of the Disney blockbuster The Lion King. He's coming back to the big screen later this year with Bros, a film that he co-wrote alongside Nicholas Stoller, who also directed and is co-produced by Hollywood powerhouse Judd Apatow. With this film, Billy Eichner is the first openly gay man to co-write and star in his own major studio film, a gay rom-com no less, that features an entirely LGBTQ plus principal cast. Here is the trailer for Bros. Hi everyone, it's Bobby Lieber and welcome to your favorite podcast where I talk about whatever I feel like talking about. So these big movie producers came to me and said, we want you to write a rom-com about a gay couple. Something a straight guy might even like and watch with his girlfriend. Gay guys are my jam. Awesome. Something a straight guy might like? Am I going to be in the middle of some high-speed chase then all of a sudden fall in love with Ice Cube? Am I going to get butt-fucked by Jason Momoa while we're both worrying about a volcano? They said, we just want a movie that shows the world that gay relationships and straight relationships are the same. Love is love is love. And I said, love is love is love. No, it's not. That is bullshit. Our friendships are different. I have to go to a party and you're too old to be in the pool. Please leave. Our sex lives are different. Ass pick. Don't have ass pick. Must see pick of ass. (laughs) Took this just for you, bro. Did he block me? Our relationships are different. This is Bisexual Awareness Week and no one has acknowledged it! Lesbian History Month was in March! Nobody said a goddamn thing! Of course! Lesbians get a month and we get a week. I don't want any Hollywood bullshit. No scenes where two guys are about to hook up and all of a sudden the camera conveniently pulls away. Oh. Hey, I'm gonna go. It was nice meeting you. Yeah, you too. It was lovely. My whole life, I prided myself on being self-reliant. What is going on with you? This motherfucker has gone into my head. What are you into? One of these fucking ripped idiots with no opinions? No, I like someone who's physically very frail and won't stop talking. Maybe you're both bottoms and that's the problem. Oh my god. Gay sex was more fun when straight people were uncomfortable with it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not the right person to write a rom-com anyway. Oh my god, do you guys remember straight people? Yeah, they had a nice run. 
I had the wonderful opportunity to speak with Billy Eichner recently about Bros and why he's excited for this film to be out in the world and why queer representation on camera and behind the scenes is so important to him. Here is Billy Eichner on Outtakes. It's not often that I watch a trailer and I put it in my top 10 movies of the year already. So congratulations. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, honored. I'm super excited to see the, see the whole thing. But the trailer had me giving all the reactions that you would want. So this, okay. movie, this movie is being touted as, as one with many firsts, um, which is all really valid. But what is it about this film in particular and your involvement in it that's most important to you as it goes out into the world? There are many things about it that are very meaningful to me, um, you know, and, uh, from a personal perspective, from a creative perspective, from a historic perspective as someone who's been an openly gay man professionally since the beginning of my career. And I started doing comedy over 20 years ago, yeah. right after I graduated college here in the States. And it was such a straight male dominated scene, um, the comedy scene in particular. And there were a lot of obstacles and I had to ignore a lot of narrow mindedness along the way. So to be here uh, on what feels like the other side of that and in such a major way is really a huge moment for me. And I think for a lot of people, um, that's the that's the that's the cultural side of it and the personal side of it. But the priority for me, honestly, is that I just wanted to make a really hilarious movie. You know, I wanted to make a great comedy. It's not an opportunity I've gotten before. And I really wanted to show what I was capable of and what LGBTQ actors are capable of. Um, and I wanted to showcase the diversity of our community in a really fun, new, fresh funny, exciting way. And I wanted, like I said, I just wanted to make a, a consistently hilarious movie. I, I think the standards for comedy films have really fallen over the past few years, especially romantic comedies. We, we kind of, we look at them as a guilty pleasure now, right? And right. They're, they're mostly done for streaming networks or basic cable or holiday movies. I don't know if you guys get a Hallmark movie <laughs> yeah. in Australia, but um they're very popular here and they've kind of replaced what we used to think of as romantic comedies, but I grew up, <laughs> I'm a middle-aged man now. And I grew up in the eighties and nineties going to see all of these incredibly smart and witty and sophisticated romantic comedies. Mm -hmm. Like when Harry met Sally and Annie Hall and broadcast news and Tootsie and Moonstruck and the list goes on and on. And, that type of romantic comedy, a movie that held itself to that high of a standard, seems to have disappeared. Yeah. So aside from all of the historic statistics attached to the movie and that it's the first gay this or the first LGBTQ that and all that stuff is really important. But ultimately, I really just wanted to make a hilarious and smart and heartfelt movie that everyone could relate to. But of course, all those movies I mentioned that I loved as a kid, none of them ever included LGBTQ people yep, ever. Us. And so to be able to try, and I'm not saying we've made a movie that reaches the standard of the movies I've mentioned. Those are classics <laughs> that have stood the test of time, but I, Nick and Judd and I, we really wanted to hold ourselves to that standard because especially among LGBTQ films of which there are already very few, there's really nothing like that. Yep. 
You know, where's the gay Annie Hall? Where's the gay Moonstruck? We don't have movies like that. Um, and it was very important to me to do a movie that was smart and sophisticated and funny and also very authentic to the LGBTQ characters that it's about. I didn't want to write some two-dimensional sitcom, which is where we see a lot of gay characters popping up. You know, it's not a coming out story about teenagers first discovering they're gay. Those are all very important and wonderful and lovely. And I'm very glad that we have those. But those don't reflect my life as an adult gay man. And that was really those were the priorities for me. It really feels like you've achieved all of that, to be honest. I know I've only seen two minutes and 22 seconds of it, <laughs> yeah. but I, I really feel like there's a lot of it that's going to resonate so much with people like me and, and you know the, you. the rest of the community. One of the things I love about this as well is the cast and crew are just so overwhelmingly queer, which is really yes. amazing. And you recently mentioned you know, that representation matters at an event that you're at. But can you just go on to me why it was so important for you to have this level of representation in this film? For many reasons. Number one, I've been an openly gay actor my whole life and comedian and writer. And while I don't want a world where straight actors can only play straight roles and gay actors can only play gay roles because it's art and it's Mm -hmm. acting. There is such an imbalance right now in terms of who gets access to what types of roles and which actors we celebrate for having range and a diversity of roles and which actors don't get those opportunities. And for me, it's very clear. I mean, it's a fact. You can look it up. that so many of the best written, most high profile LGBTQ characters in films especially have gone to straight actors, have often gone to famous straight actors who've used those roles to show their range, to show their, uh, their, their serious acting chops, to try to win awards and prove that they're courageous and brave and willing to play a gay person and make a political statement. And, and those are wonderful things. And a lot of those performances are great. But there's such a lack of equality when it comes to getting those acting opportunities for actual LGBTQ actors and actresses. Um, And so, and if we were going to make the first major studio gay rom-com, it was important to me that we use it as an opportunity to really have the courage of our convictions and try to make a step towards correcting that casting imbalance, right? And no one's saying that, straight actors should never play gay and gay actors should never play straight, but we need to make it more of a two-way street. Um, And if you're not going to give us the great straight roles and they so rarely do, there's still so much bias and stigma about that, especially Mm. in major studios at the very least, let us play our own characters, our own people. And really who else has the life experience and the knowledge in terms of the nuances and the specificity of navigating life as a queer person more than queer actors do. I mean, we've lived these lives. We know our own community. We know the culture. And this was an attempt to give not just me, because I knew I was going to get the opportunity, but as long as I was getting it, I wanted to make sure I was bringing other LGBTQ actors along with me so that they could shine as well. Um, And it also honestly, on a practical level, just makes the movie better. You know, you don't, we don't turn to the camera, of course, (laughs) and say, hey, we're all LGBTQ. We don't acknowledge it in the movie. 
But knowing that really adds to the experience of the movie. Um, there is just an authenticity about it. Um, it. Even when the movie has more heightened comedic moments and it is a comedy, right? So it's going to have some wild <laughs> over the top moments. But even then it's grounded in the reality of this being a movie that is entirely comprised of LGBTQ people, a movie that was co-written by an openly gay man who's lived his whole life as a gay man and is also an executive producer on the movie and had a lot of creative control on the movie. Um, and for all of those reasons, I think uh, employing the actors that we employed was, a, was, a, was really important. And everyone supported me in it from the beginning. It was never a fight. The studio, Nick, Judd, everyone thought this was the right thing to do. Amazing. Look, we're, I'm so happy to see it coming our way. Australian audiences, I'm sure, are going to embrace it. I want to thank you, thank you. Um, for your time today. Um, I could talk to you, obviously, for much longer, but hopefully we, um, we can do that when the film gets closer to coming out, and we'd love to see you down under as well. All the best, Billy. Thank you for making what looks like it's going to be a hilarious film, and all the best for, um, for everything else that's coming your way. Thank you so much, Conrad. I appreciate it. That was Billy Eichner, the lead actor, co-writer and co-producer of Bros, which is coming to cinemas later this year. You can keep up to date with the film by following Bros the Movie and Billy Eichner on Instagram. And of course, we'll keep you posted on when it's hitting our screens too. I'm Conrad and you've been listening to an Outtakes exclusive from the home of Queer Cinema on Joy 94.9. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.